welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Radio, <laughs> episode 174. Uh, I, like, remembered that it's Rapid Reviews Radio. Yay. Which is why you did the... Yes, but our lovely listeners can't see that. You should come see us at Rapid Re- No, at twitch.tv forward slash Rapid Reviews. It's cool. It's a party. Come join our party. Um... <laughs> we have cake, I promise. We have cake and cookies. Um, the cake is oh, not actually a lie. I want cake and cookies. I will talk about that here in a few seconds. I'm co-host Kai Wild. <laughs> Joined by my ever-present co-host Pete Beckett. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one today, I reckon. It's going to be a strange one tonight. Yes. Uh, yeah, if you've been in our chat beforehand, you already know it's been a bit mad. Yeah, we've been cray cray. Uh, but yes, Pete Becker is joining us here tonight. Say hello, hello Pete. Hello, Pete. <laughs> oh! Um, yeah, so I like to start off the show as I do every week with checking in how our guests, we don't have guests, and our beloved co host, had week been. Pete, ha- how had week we- been? <laughs> week had been good, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. This is bad. So tired. I will explain why in a bit, but yes. I've also just noticed what the stream is called. Why? Because it rhymes with four. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Right. My week Uh, has been an interesting one, let's be honest. Uh, Yes, I think so. So there's been some stuff. There's been a few things. But annoyingly, uh, annoyingly, uh, I'm currently sitting here in a lot of pain. You. Yes. Uh, I went and played golf yesterday. I knew it was going to be golf or football. I knew it. Okay. Well, I haven't actually sustained an injury. Let's just say that okay. uh, for some reason the the bugs got me and I've been bitten a lot. Right. And my ar- and no, and one of my arms has swollen up quite badly. Oh dear! So I'm currently okay. uh, dealing with antihistamines at the moment, which is fun. Uh, okay. Oh wow! So you are goof troop. You're totally goofy then. Mm-hmm. Goofballs. Yes. And it's been sleepies. So yeah, um, I've, uh, I've been de- I've been sitting here putting loads of bite cream on the antihistamines. Oh it's been horrible, honestly. It is a nightmare. Well, now that I live in Northern Ireland, nothing bites me here because nothing is scary here and nothing bites. So, no, I didn't think that was the case over in my way, but apparently they don't seem to like me down where I was playing golf yesterday. Yeah, never again. Yeah, they flew all the way from France. Um, (laughs) well, um, is that everything you want to share with the class, Pete? Mm, Pretty much, yeah. How was your week? Okay. My week has been... It's been okay. Should I strap in for this one? Yeah, strap in, strap on, as we say around these here parts. Uh, no. I did my first week of nutrition slash fitness. I am very tired, but holy crap, I kid you not, I lost five pounds in one week. Five pounds, so that's 2.5 kilograms, I think. That is insane. Nice. And I've been working out every single day, and I will continue to do that because I want to wear pretty dresses. Good. <laughs> Good. People, people don't realize that about me because I'm like all strong and like an Amazon princess or whatever the f. 
Um, but I also like pretty dresses too. So <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I was going to say something. Oh, I've been watching Doom Patrol. That's what I was going to mention. Yes, yes, you were. Uh, I, I had mentioned that at the top of the show, like before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say this: it is a good series so far. I'm only on season two. There's some moments that are really crass that I do fast forward through because I am a child inside, apparently. Right. Uh, so, sorry, how oh, crass are we up. talking here? They have, okay, their parody of the X-Men is called The Sex Men. Okay, is, yeah, so yeah. quite, let, let's just say the boys level humor. Yes, it is, it is. And Well, yeah, I'm going to hate this show then. No, sometimes I fast forward through the boys too. See, I am a little like I act like I'm all worldly and stuff, but just a little bit of, like I'm a little bit of a child. And I it's too grown up for me. To be but, fair, you grew up in America to censors everything to do with any I mean a- anything yes. like that. So yeah, it's yeah. kinda of what you used to. So having said all that, there are still some really good moments that I have kind of like gotten that little bit of, you know, little oh uh choked up thing and because uh, it is about misfits and outsiders which everyone knows i'm like so like that's me i mean that resonates <laughs> with you in a massive way yeah, I can see why I'm, you're watching it exactly such a deep level um but outside of that i'm not really watching anything else because i don't really have time to watch anything else i just work out all the time uh this is why and, you need to watch stuff on the treadmill i've thought about that i mean obviously you can't do it at the gym but i have to walk outside yeah. of the gym that I've thought of that but I've been listening to podcasts but I only listen to my bam bam my bim bam my brother my brother and yeah, me. I know we we know we know well that's for our audience at home uh okay which I listen to their old stuff I don't really care much for their new okay stuff. but anyway that's my busy exciting week which mm. is just watching doom patrol working out and eating 1700 calories a day which is insane that's a lot of calories it's a lot of calories and also not a lot. Like, it's a lot of calories, but when you're working out... That's not a lot. It's it? also not yeah. a lot, but it is a lot. So it's really weird. It's a mm. weird thing. Um, I actually haven't been hitting my 1,700 calorie limit. I'm actually hitting, like, 1,600, which is probably why I lost five pounds in one week, which is hey. awesome. Hey! <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But, think... We're going to move on. Keep this show a moving. We are. And a grooving. Also, my favorite character in Doom Patrol is Danny the Street. So go watch Doom Patrol. Anyway, Pete. Okay, then. I mean, I could sit here and talk about all the podcasts I've been listening to this week. I won't bother. (laughs) Because to be honest, every time I recommend a podcast to you, you never watch or listen to it anyway. I know. So bad about that. People uh, recommend me stuff all the time. It's like, all the time. fine. I don't know if you'll if you'll watch this one anyway. What is it? Go ahead. It's called Friday Night Tights. Oh, it's about wrestling, huh? No, it's actually about pop culture, comic books, movies. It's just got yeah. a really, really awesome, really weird name <laughs> that has nothing to do with wrestling. Well, superheroes wear tights too, I guess. It's very so true. The guy who runs it actually was uh, an ex-comic book, uh, comic shop owner, so has got Ooh. a lot of affiliation to the comics. Me likey. Yes. Um, 
It's but got some I very think... crass humor. I'm not gonna lie. Oh dear. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird how I'm like, like, you can go too far. Does that make sense? That's stupid. I love like sexual humor. Mm -hmm. If it's innuendo, I love <laughs> innuendo. Uh, more like innuendo. Um, I love innuendo. I love double entendres. But when it's just like in your face, literally, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> okay, fine. I think you'd like one of the panelists on there. She's a she's a female comedian and makes a lot of sex jokes. Oh, great! Yeah, because <laughs> those are my favorite dirty female comedians. I just love tuning into them. Cause see, female comedians this is a side for our audience. Female com comedians have to be grosser and dirtier than the male comedians so that they get more like attention and mm -hmm. spotlight on them. I no, I mean, they have she, to do she's, it. So she's I'm... funny, though, to be fair. Oh, like, I believe women are funny, but I hate that they have to do that. Um, but... I mean, I've seen her stand-up routines, and they're, they're they're mostly interesting because they don't always go down that route. But, yeah, they tend well, to go down that route quite a lot as well. Yeah. And also, but... if you're sitting on a podcast with a bunch of nerds, then you've got to stand out somehow, I guess. T but, but... I think that's enough of our I think it shall be. Weekly wrap up. So we will get we'll get we'll do show. We'll get show moving. We'll do show. Uh, show good. Let's, <laughs> let's do show. Oh, and thank you, Mike. I just saw congrats on the weight loss in the new program, Kelly. Thank you very nice. much. Good stuff. I am hoping to be in a very beautiful dress by Christmas so I can go to Christmas parties. Hey. And let's hope so. someone will fall madly in love with me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's the wrong reasons to lose weight, but you know what? I don't care. Look, whatever, um, whatever reason is is right reason for you. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. Because I need just me a man. Um, but anyway, peace. <laughs> um, we should probably move forward. Uh, uh, we are going to move forward, uh, just like Nintendo are moving forward. Segway! Hey, got there. <laughs> Yay! Oh, okay, Pete. Sad news. Charles Martinet, yes. the voice of Mario, will no longer yeah. be voicing Mario. Nintendo have announced. So, yep. let me just read the tweet that was yep. posted out on the 21st of August, so about a week ago now. Uh, right, I need to actually bring it up. Charles Martinet has been the original voice of Mario in Nintendo Game in Nintendo games for a long time, as far back as Mario 64. That's not technically correct. That's not technically correct. How? Really? What was he before 64? I gotta know. Uh, a Mario typing game. Oh, I remember that game! Yes. It's mm -hmm. not really a game, but yeah. No, but that was the first time that Mario had a voice. Yeah! I didn't know that. Yes. Cool. So, Charles right. is now moving into the brand new role... Of Mario Ambassador. So, with this transition, he will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games, but it will continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with you all. It has been an honour working with Charles to bring uh, to help bring Mario to life for so many years, and we want to thank and celebrate him. Please keep an eye out for a special video message from Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself, which we'll post at a future date. So I'll continue reading the story from uh, VGC. Okay. Uh, so I have a question for you. Continue. Does Charles Martinet do the voice of Mario globally? 
Or is he just the American voice? Globally, I believe. But okay. he also does the voice of Luigi and Wario and Waluigi. Right. Hmm. Okay, continue on. Be okay, so uh, speculation about Martinez's role as Mario grew in June following the announcement mm -hmm. of several new Mario-themed games, including Mario uh, Mario Bros. Wonder and WarioWare Move It. Yes, uh, both these trailers one. featured sound bites from characters traditionally voiced by Martinet, but some believe they didn't sound quite like him, to the point where yep. Charles Martinet was one of the trending topics on Twitter following the announcement. Yes, I'm still going to call it Twitter. Who cares about X? Yeah. So, uh, the debate around Mario's voice in the games was exacerbated by the fact that Martinet, who used to, to post fairly regularly to Twitter, didn't post anything between March and July. Ooh. Martinet broke his silence by quote tweeting Nintendo's announcement saying my new adventure begins you, uh, you are all you are all number one in my heart um, the decision may have been accelerated by the release of the Super Mario Brothers movie and the controversy yeah. around the decision to cast Chris Pratt as Mario and reduce Martinet to cameo roles I believe that could be some speculation on VGC's part more than anything oh it's it's definitely speculation, but it is a thought that I had. Like, they wanted to see how well this new, you know, voice Mario would mm -hmm. do. It did quite well, so then they're like, eh. But I want to know your thoughts, Pete. I don't really have many thoughts about it, other than the fact I want to thank Charles for everything he did mm -hmm. to obviously, you know voice Mario in every, in every right. role that he did, you know 25 years is a long time and there was a lot of games in that time that he was featured in um, he's done one hell of a job despite the fact that the range is not exactly massive in terms of vocabulary <laughs> I mean, that's something that I do think maybe it's forgotten correct me if I'm wrong but like since so many other iconic characters obviously Skyrim being the biggest one mm -hmm. for me for me personally, where he's done actual monologues and soliloquies and stuff, and whereas with Mario, he just Mamma Mia, it's -a me, a Mario. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but they're but they are iconic. You know that's I was the thing. Say, it is his most well known. Mm -hmm. And like there are people out there in the world who have absolutely no idea about a video game, but will gladly know or happily know what Mar who Mario is. Oh, and even be true. able to say it's a me, Mario, and that too, yeah. But there's so much expression just in those voices alone, like the small snippets yeah. that he has. I mean, he gets a lot more to do with obviously Wario, but not yes. not that much more. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just just wanted to put thanks on record to Charles for yeah. for the job that he did in forming my childhood to some degree. Oh, I would say yes. And my formative gamer years. However, mm -hmm. I'm concerned about who's going to be stepping into the role next. Concerned for what? As in who it's going to be uh, or who they may get? Um, maybe a bit of both. Like, mm. is it is the next person literally just going to cop, uh, copy what Charles did? And in that case, they might as well have just recorded the next 10 years worth of projects with Charles mm -hmm. now and just carried right. on with it or are they going to try and go in a different direction uh who do they like first of all, 
Second of all, who do they cast? And, oh God, who the hell do they cast for this? Chris Pratt forever. And third, why is it going to be Chris Pratt? (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. Um, No, my big concern, and I put this out on the Discord when obviously I posted the story up because it it was quite shocking, to say the least. Um, Do they... Uh, do they go in a completely new direction with the games and that Mario Wonder is will be the last time that we have a Mario game with the traditional voice and we have a Mario game with actual voice dialogue? I mean, that is a thought. They did it in the because, movie. Yeah. So... Ooh, that's a biggie. That's a definitely a biggie. Yeah, I'm. You could say I'm very concerned about their direction. Yeah. Well, I know of anyone you would be. I mean, that that's making me worry because obviously they didn't have any sounds or they didn't. You didn't hear anything. I mean, you did in Super Mario Brothers Wonder, but if I recall. You didn't hear any inter any Mario interaction in Super Mario RPG. Oh. Ooh. I'd need to go back and watch the trailer again, but I'm yeah. pretty sure you didn't. Oh my goodness. So could it be that they didn't include any because they hadn't recorded the lines yet? Oh dear, oh dear. And there's a thought. Well, it is very notorious as well in the Mario RPG games, like whether it be Paper Mario... Mario yeah. RPG, Mario and Luigi, they are silent. Yeah. Like completely silent. Even apart from in Super in Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, they have a couple of Which universal one? lines that they use that seem to work. Which Mario game? <laughs> Pete, this is a crazy pop quiz now. Thank you, Mike, for confirming. Uh, right. Okay. Which one goes? <laughs> It's going to be fun, Pete. But it's like a Mario game, and it goes... They don't actually say anything. They just do... They just do voice murmurs. I believe that... Well, that could be any Mario... That could be any Mario RPG game, because Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga have a particular couple of, like, really weird lines where they don't really say anything. Right, because you're reading along and it just goes like it's it's just a noise. Yeah, in most occasions, so Super Mario RPG is literally just him expressing like that and same with Paper Mario. Um, I would need to find the. I'll send it to you afterwards because I'm not going to even try to attempt it. But Superstar Saga has these very very weird interactions, and they are quite funny when they do happen. But they're I think they're there solely for comedy. Oh, goodness. Well, so, it is a funny... Like, that is a funny series. That, that, that Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga is hilarious as a game. <laughs> like, it's so weird how they make so much humour out of those games. It's so mm-hmm. strange. But, yeah, so... I'm not sure. I'm really not sure, and I really hope that they don't go in a full dialogue direction. I think... Although I'm saying that, I think considering that the series is 35 plus years old and the fact that he stayed mostly mute all the way through is quite weird. I mean, yes. And no. Because it's worked mm. for the last few games. Um, 
I mean, because you think about, like, just platforming, you don't have a lot of dialogue. You know? I mean... You don't, the best... but then you look at Rayman. Okay. Yeah, but... Did Rayman really have that much dialogue? I don't remember Rayman. I had a bit here and there, I not the most Raisin? amount. Yeah. Or Abe's Odyssey, he just farts the whole time. I love Abe's Odyssey. Uh, well... <laughs> Well, to be fair, if you forgot, in the cutscenes, uh, Abe actually had full dialogue. Oh, he is full. Yes, Pete, you're correct. You are correct. My name is Abe. I love Abe's Odyssey. Abe's Odyssey's oh great. Gosh. It's just a shame that New and Tasty kind of pooped the bed. Yeah, wasn't that great? <laughs> wasn't that great? I never got round to playing Soulstorm in the end, although I have got it on PS5 and should play it at some point. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was quite excited when that came out, and then the reviews were quite bad. Uh huh. Which was. But I don't always buy into reviews. To be no, fair. I can't say I do all the time, but it's just one of those Which things. So bad because we're reviewers, but I know, but that's where the problem lies. I think. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, disappointing yeah. news. Even it more is. disappointing. Oh gosh! Here we go. <laughs> so, do you remember? Do you remember when um, Sony released some information about a potential new device that they were calling the Project Q at the time? I do remember Project Q. Let's talk about it, Pete. Okay, well, Project Q has been officially unveiled. Yes. So. With some drawbacks, but go ahead. Sony has announced (laughs) more details on its remote play handheld device, which has now been named... PlayStation Portal. Why? Nope. I'll nope. let you finish first. I'll let you finish. Okay, I'm just going to tell you this now. PSP. That's all. I know. That's what exact... Okay, but finish the let's, story. Let's continue. We'll discuss that later oh. on. And Nana's already ahead of the curve. Good work. Yep. <laughs> Formerly known as Project Q, the device looks like a DualSense controller with an 8-inch LCD screen mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Yes. Uh, so, according to Sony, the screen is capable of 1080p at a resolution of 60 FPS. Which isn't terrible until... Keep going. The PlayStation Portal will cost $199.99. 219 euros and 99 cents. Or 199 pounds and 99 pence. When it launches later this year. But while it looks like a traditional gaming handheld, it is seemingly... <laughs> It can seemingly only stream games yep. from a PS5 console. Yep. Yep. Quote. Ready to talk? Uh, let's okay. quote. PlayStation okay. Portal is a perfect device for gamers in households where they might need to share their living room TV or simply want to play PS5 games in another room of the house, Sony states in a new blog post. PlayStation Portal will connect remotely to your PS5 over Wi-Fi, so you'll be able to swiftly jump from playing playing on your PS5 to your PSP. Sorry, PlayStation Portal. <laughs> uh, so PlayStation wrong. Portal can support uh, play supported games that are installed on your PS5 console and use the DualSense controller. Quote. Uh, the description confirms that PlayStation Portal is solely a remote play device and will not provide access to streaming of games on PlayStation Plus Premium. As such, players will need to own PlayStation 5 hardware mm-hmm. for the PS PlayStation Portal to work as intended. 
What's more, even if players want to use their own PS5 to stream games via PS Plus Premium, then stream... Sorry, wait, wait, what the hell is this? I need to read this again. What's more, even if players want to use their own PS5 to stream games via PS Plus Premium, then stream that to the portal, this won't be allowed. Uh, I hate this. Quote, PS VR2 games which require the headset and games that are streamed through PS Plus Premium's cloud streaming are not supported. I hate <laughs> this. I hate so it this. reiterates again at the end of the blog post, games that must be streamed on PS5 using a PS Plus Premium membership are not compatible. This is not consumer... It is not consumer friendly. I heard the words specifically on a podcast I was listening to earlier of anti-consumer. It is anti. Yes, one thousand hundred million percent is anti-consumer. Yep. <sighs> so I do need to bring up this other document because I did actually get the blog. Oh, I need to open oh, the blog good. because there was a, there was a few other things that were stated in this blog as well that we need to go over. So, oh my goodness. Should, should we cover those? <laughs> yes, let's do. <laughs> yeah, because there was a few more bits of information that was not included within the VGC article that I feel are quite important. So, PlayStation Portal Remote Player, as this says. So, PlayStation Portal Remote Player brings a PS5 experience to the palm of your hand. It include, uh, includes the key features of DualSense Wireless Controller, including adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. The vibrant 8-inch LCD screen is capable of 1080p at 60fps, providing a, a high-definition visual experience that's expected from high-quality games created by world-class developers. PlayStation Portal is the perfect device for gamers inside in households where they need to share their living room TV or simply want to... We, we knew that already, honestly. Um, right, it's this that's quite... Some of this is quite interesting. So, uh, sweet. Um... Uh, it also includes a 3.5 millimeter audio jack for wired audio. Um, PSVR2 games, which require a headset, we've already seen that. So PlayStation Portal, we've seen that anyway. So they announced a couple of other things within this um, blog post as well. It will have some relation because I'll get to that in a minute. So the Pulse Elite wireless headset and Pulse Explore wireless earbuds. Excited. Are you? Are you? I can't believe it. Look at the excitement on my face. Oh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> there is no excitement on my no, face. No, I think they probably would have gathered by the utter sarcasm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, so Pulse Elite and Pulse Explore are the latest PlayStation wireless headsets headset and earbuds, bringing next-level audio performance to the gaming experience. So Pulse Elite is our new wireless headset that offers lossless audio and includes a retractable boom mic with an AI-enhanced noise rejection capable of filtering background sounds. A charger hanger is also included with the product for the convenient charging and storing option. That's not a bad idea, at least. Wow, I can Here. tell I can tell you're so excited by this because you're reading the wine bottle. So stupid, I hate PlayStation. Um, <laughs> okay, Xbox. 
Anyway. I'm not uh, going to lie, I am. I know, I know. Pulse Explorer is the first set of wireless earbuds providing a premium portable audio experience that includes dual microphones. With an AI-enhanced noise rejection-capable filtering background sound, it also offers lossless audio and comes with a charging case. So, right. Okay, do you want to know the price of these things? Oh, all together, yes. Pulse Elite, so this is the headset. Uh, this is going to be $149.99 US dollars, $149.99 euros, or $129.99 Great British pounds. It can suck it! And that's in addition to the £199. Pounds. And 99 pence. Don't forget that 99p. Oh, I, yeah, I can't forget that. It all adds up. It does. So, oh my god. Okay, the Pulse Explore will be available for $199.99 US dollars, $219.99 euros, and $199.99 Great British pounds. Or, if you happen to be in Japan, 29980 yen. There you go. Um, how... Can Sony continue to exist as an anti-consumer company and still come in top of the charts on sales? Idiots. That's how. Sony ponies. This just That's is why I just a said idiots. Yeah. This is a cash grab. This is 100% a cash grab. Oh, 100%, yeah. And I hate it because I mentioned before how much... If they did re-release an actual PSP, an actual PlayStation portable, the portal, which is stupid, uh, it would go, it would sell like what hotcakes? I think that's the saying. I don't know what the saying is, um, but it would sell a lot. Or if they teamed up with Steam, I said this before too, and you know, even put the PSP games on Steam Deck, you know, it would mm-hmm. just like. Whoa! Um, instead they released this kind of like pretend because that's what it is it's a pretend handheld yeah. um, it's an insult and I hope nobody buys it so there that's what I have to say about uh, that well I'm afraid to say <laughs> that I don't know if you were going to be right in that one because I think a l- oh, I, I know. think despite I know. some of the issues because we haven't even gone over some of the biggest issues with this Playstation portal hmm. I'll go over that in a minute Okay. Uh, in fact, sorry, I will do it now. Did you know? I'll do it now. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't even include the option to uh, use Bluetooth earphones or headphones on the PlayStation Portal. Okay, that's stupid because that's a very simple installation and not expensive on Sony's part. <sighs> okay. But but yet the PlayStation earbuds that they've just spoken about, so where the bloody hell they were, because they've got terrible, terrible, terrible name. Oh, oh gosh. Pulse Explore. Oh, my God, what an awful, awful name. So the, pul- <laughs> the Pulse Explore. I'm not even going to get used to that. I've just almost no. forgotten it just right there and then. Pulse isn't so bad. Pulse itself isn't so bad. But Pulse Explore, that doesn't jive together. No, Pulse Explorer is a terrible name. But the fact is, is that the Pulse Explorer earphones appear to work with the PlayStation. 
But I think it's, I guess it's by uh, by the PlayStation Portal, but it is by their PlayStation Link, which is the other device that was in there, which is supposedly how you're going to connect to your PS5. I hate everything about this, Pete. <laughs> I just do. Okay, so... So anti-consumer. It's just 100% anti-consumer. Yeah, okay, yes. right, two seconds, because I want to try it. I want to do something here just for fun. Okay, you wanna, do that. I want to do something here just for fun. Cause okay. Because this is going to be really fun. Carry on, tell me, we, tell me we, more of your thoughts on this. I was going to say, as we fill dead air, as, as, as Pete goes and discovers his fun, happy trail. No, I hate this, everything about this, because... We are in a time where people... Well, we're always in a time where people are working very, very hard for their money. And they should get value for money. And this is not value for money. This is meanness. And not nicety. And they should be nice. And not jerkwads. I had to self-censor mm, myself. Yes, they should not be jerkwads. Yes. I was going to say another word, Pete. But I didn't. Because I'm a good girl. Uh, but yes, I'm still watching Pete as he explores his ideas that he wants to present to the show. Okay, um, I'm there. Right. It took, okay. took a few minutes just to, to explore this. That's what she but, said. But yes. But this is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you were to buy, uh -huh. and this is this is not including some of the launch day accessories that you got with the PS5. Sure. This is solely only getting the PS5, the PlayStation Portal, the Pulse headset, the, Pul the Pulse Explore, mm -hmm. and PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. £1,579.95. You, you can't do that to people. Not during a cost of living crisis, right? Which is whilst so look at look at all the stuff that they're going to be releasing this year, PSVR two already, then Which this is... PlayStation Portal, then these two new these sound devices, and that's not even including the fact that you need a PS five for all of it anyway. You know though, Pete. This is ridiculous. Correct... Well, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Chat. Remember, you're, you can always correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but all of those peripherals, including PSVR 2, they don't need the magical, wonderful chips that are in the chip shortage. Do they not? I don't think so. I think they do. Do you think they do? What, PS, what PSVR 2 that has its own screens in it that are all LCD, well, that are OLED screens. Well, and we'll, okay. and we'll have a chipset to it to enable the VR compatibility they do the fact the, fa the, the fact that the playstation portal whilst being a streaming based device will still need a chipset to actually run it i don't know what they're thinking i'm gonna be honest i don't know but i've never been able to glom on to what sony's thinking ever um i can I tell you what sony are doing they are being they're not winning because I've seen this before because I'm old uh -huh. maybe not quite to this degree of trying to force people to buy so many things 
But do you happen to remember a time back when, when Sony were the market leader during the yes. PlayStation 2 generation? Yes. And then, and then came out and said that the PlayStation 3 would be nearly $600 at launch. Yes, and uh, that's when I became an Xbox girl. And what, Xbox 360. And, okay, so you will remember then that everyone <laughs> lost their mind yes. about Don Matrick talking about the Xbox One and how yep. if you didn't like the always online DRM, yep. go and buy a 360. That. Do you happen to remember what it was that Sony said at the time if you couldn't afford a PS3 at launch? Oh, I don't Because everybody that. forgets this. I don't. Go and get a second job. Oh, that's right. Oh, I hate people. Sony told people to go and get a second job to afford a PS3. That's so messed up. That's a so company told you to up. get a second Look, friggin' job. Let me just say this. I'm gonna go on the record. Everyone knows I'm a socialist. I'm sorry. I am. I'm a Trotskyist. But. Our goal in life is not to work and die. Well, apparently, there's according to Sony, of... it is. Exactly. So there's a lot of stuff that happens in between working and dying. So you should not have to work for just just 40 plus hours a week to just afford fun things because that's not what life's about life is about experiences and connections and enjoying people and enjoying connections and experiences with people so that right there makes me just so she-hulk rage because <laughs> that is not our goal in life and yes apparently sony thinks that it is um and i can't support that i'm sorry i can't get behind that i'm an mm. xbox forever yeah so my point my point was and I'm, mm -hmm. uh, i was getting to this by the way but i i let you have your side that's fine i had to rant i had no, to do I my anti-consumerism rant i know <laughs> um can you sort of see why i am not a particular fan of this can you see I mean, why because, general, Sony, yeah. because sony have gone back to being arrogant sony from back when yeah. they were market leaders which we have talked about that. Oh, big shock. I, big shock. I was right about that before the PS5 mm -hmm. came out. Oh, no. Yep. We talked about that. The arrogance of Sh Sony. Of Shoney. Shoney. Shoney's a whole different thing. And America. Uh, it's a pizza. Uh, <laughs> we have talked about the arrogance of Sony on this very show many times because that seems to happen. That's their downfall every time. The PS3. Mm -hmm. That was all... Sony arrogance and why are they doing this? This is so stupid. I wanted to be a Sony girl again and I can't be. I'm sorry. Look, I don't. I'll be honest. I like some Sony games. I just don't like what Sony Inspiring. do. I don't like what Sony do. Sony do what Nintendo don't and I don't mean that in a good way. Uh, well, Nintendo aren't exactly the best ones for this kind of thing as well. Out they're the... not either, but they're better than Sony right now. Let's be honest. The only ones that are not really doing anything that are majorly anti-consumer apart from their DRM is Xbox. Yup. Which is weird. The, the, the biggest company... Spencer, the, I love him. One of the biggest companies in the world are actually <laughs> for their consumer, which is so weird. To some degree. 
is weird. But it's because, I'll be honest, I mean, I'm like, I'm gushing all over Xbox because I love them, but mm. Microsoft's goal has always been, even with like the Windows product, it's a Microsoft uh, product in every home. Yeah, that's they what they've care always about. Wanted. Yeah, so they don't really care, like, their goal is to sell a platform as in a console. Well, it is more so about the platform now rather than it's, rather than the, the the actual box. Exactly. It's more about the Game Pass, you know? Oh, it's so great. Brent's back. Wait Howdy. Up, Brent. Um, I was th- wondering when you were coming back. Yes. Um but uh yeah, so Hold on. Uh, Wait. Sorry, can I stop you there? Brent happened to appear when we just so happened to talk about Xbox. Oh! <laughs> Brent was summoned in the Xbox. Yes. Ethereum. But, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, Sony yet it. wearing an anti consumer t shirt. I almost, oh my gosh, I kid you not, people. I'm going to tell you this right now. I was in Primark, or Primarni, as they call it, Primark. over here. Uh, yes, Primark. I was in Primark. Pre-mark, pre-marche, happy you want to call it. Yes, Americans, it is about the equivalent of Target, or Target, as you call it. Uh, and I was looking at their t-shirts, because they do have the best t-shirts. Um, and they had a PlayStation t-shirt for like five pounds. And I, I almost Damn, I overpaid with eight quid. That's <laughs> how much almost... this one costs, because they could. Oh, right. Yeah, this one was like five quid. Uh, I almost picked it up. I didn't. But I did think about it, and then I was like, I don't know how I feel about PlayStation right now. I'm very particular about my t-shirts. I have to support and believe whatever I'm wearing. I know it's stupid, but I don't care. It's what I believe. Um, and mm, I'm afraid to say I'm that's like, not that that unusual, because it is a reflection of you and what you I like, which is why I only buy mostly Nintendo shirts. That's why I only wear black shirts, because I don't believe in anything except... Because I'm emo. Yeah, I was trying to think of something. Um, But no, I opted not to buy it because I don't know where I stand with PlayStation. It's so weird because they were such a formative part of my, like, tween years and Mm -hmm. teen years. And here we are, and I'm just an Xbox all the way, you know? Look, you got to know we... You know what you like, and that's a bit. That's it. You know, we are at an age now where we're just like, we are stuck in our ways. We're getting older. We're not getting younger. We're not willing to accept some of the absolute nonsense that's going on in the world. You know, so, so we we sit here and we look at Sony and we go, what the hell are they doing? And you want you wonder how what what goes through their heads when they're thinking of things like it's this. The thing, like, what are like? I'm confused by the marketing strategy, but apparently it works because they're what number one. Yeah, console later. sales are like through the roof again. You know, PlayStation Fives are now in in shops, so you can actually buy them. You know. Well, I've only ever seen them in like cash converters and cex around yeah, here mostly yeah but you can't i'm still like, not, not ready to buy one no they're still not like being advertised as such let's say like in shops you can't just walk up to the counter and go like you can't just walk up with your box you know and go oh yeah that's definitely you have to actually go and ask for them still yeah you know not like it was back in like the 360 and the ps3 where they would just be oh, there goodness. you know 
I just can't buy them yet. No, it's I... just strange, is it? But it's like, look. So I'm pointing at my PS5 right now. So that is obviously listening. And I, I, I've made it aware over the last few weeks. And this hasn't changed at all. It might have even been the last month. I'm really regretting that purchase and completely. Yeah, you it said was that. £450. It was a lot of money. Oh. And oh. the only game that I've played on it so far that's native to the PS5 is Ratchet and Clank. Did you play God of War? Yeah, Ragnarok was on PS4 though. That's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The only native PS5 game that I've... Oh, pop. No, Stray wasn't on PS... It was on PS4, sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was on PC as well. Yeah, the only native PS5 game I've played is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and that game is um, good, but not great. <coughs> Did you know... I'm choking on my own spit. Um, <coughs> there was a Ratchet and Clank movie. There was, yeah, and they made a game for I it. I didn't know that. 2016. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon or Netflix. I don't remember. Oh, but is I was it actually on there? Shocked. Yeah, completely shocked because I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never seen I it. I would have watched it. I might go and watch it because I've heard yeah. it's not bad. I wouldn't mind it. I love Ratchet and Clank. I, I had no affiliation with Ratchet and Clank before I played Rift Apart. I don't mind Rift Apart. It's a good game. It's not... I love the humor and stuff. Yeah, I don't mind the humor in the games, and I thought the game I... was pretty decent. But it was just like it wasn't blowing my socks off as a PS5 experience. So she said, "I prefer Jack and Daxter, just for their audience." Um, but yeah, yeah but that's it was all. That, look, let's be honest. You, we all know that you've always preferred Naughty Dog, anyway. But you like Jack and Daxter. <laughs> well, you do know who's made Jack and Daxter, right? I know. Uh, um, but and was it Crystal Dynamics that did Sonic? Mm. No. Yeah. No. Somebody did a Sonic game. Somebody weird did. Bioware a Sonic game. did a Sonic game. That it was, was Sonic, it. Bioware. Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood, and it was for DS, and it was an RPG, and it was bloody terrible, from what I hear. Yes, that's what I hear too. But I love Bioware. Um, but that's not my point. I don't really know what Sonic. Sonic, great. Sony is doing. I don't get it. I'm gonna stick to my Xbox land and Phil Spencer, Father Phil, and. Mm -hmm. The, I hate to say the good guy Xbox because I mean they are still giant corporations, that capitalist is true. corporations. So I don't know. Interpret that as you will. Pete, what was, you, what was the next story? <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, <laughs> great segue, Pete. Um, we had our <laughs> second <laughs> event involving the uh, the Schillmeister himself, Mister Keeley. Oh, yes, I want to talk about this. I love him. Let's talk Gamescom opening yes. night live from twenty yeah. from this year. I tried Every watching year. some of this. Oh, God. Okay. Well. <laughs> Look, I forgot it was even happening until this morning and then remembered that I had to watch what? stuff. Pete, what? 
it's our closest thing to E3 for people who don't know at home. And it happens in Germany. And I wanted to go this year and I chickened out. No, but I one want, of our writers no, did I, go. He did, yeah. I want to go to Gamescom. Let, let, me, let, let, let me just finish. I want to go to Gamescom. I just don't care about opening night live. But I love Jeff Keighley. But, but talk I about do what not. happened. I do not. No, you don't. <laughs> Jeff Keighley. I call him He's Mr. Sheely. So cute, and I want to just grab his little ears and just oh, be like, "Oh, glad you didn't say I'm gonna grab his little tushy." Mm -hmm. Well, I could grab his tushy if he'd let me. Mm. I would never violate him, but if he wanted me to, I'd be like, "Okay." Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it was the hand movements and everything. I was just, <laughs> just no. Good God. I love my tiny kings. Um, my short kings. Um, but P, I want to talk about this opening day because there's some things about it that... We... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I've, I've caught up with most of the trailers, to be honest. So I didn't yeah. really want to watch all the guff in between. That's what you said. Let's, let's talk about one thing that did happen, though. Apparently right, Bill, okay. Apparently Bill Clinton really wants GTA so 6. I mean, can we talk about that? Because we can. okay, well, actually, you should probably you should probably read so our poor audience knows. Uh, no, no, what no I'm, we're I'm just going to explain exactly what happened. Yeah, so, do that. Just after, do that. so it start. The event started out with discussion about Starfield. Um, I yeah. will get to that in a moment because we need to talk about that. Um, That's right. uh, so Jeff was doing his usual discuss uh, his usual post uh, discussion. By saying, look guys, I can't talk Starfield, but I've been given a code for Starfield. I'm not bragging, but he was bragging. Um, someone <laughs> came up onto stage and co-opted co the microphone to say, Bill Clinton really wants GTA 6. I want, I really want GTA 6. I really want GTA 6. That was about it before he was held off by security. And I have one question. Does Jeff not have security to not allow these people to keep getting on stage? Or is this all a publicity stunt? So, he and I discussed this earlier in the week when it happened. Funnily enough, we actually had a podcast planning meeting for one of the first times this entire year. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> um, but yes, because I happened to be down here doing something else. Uh, I was like, Pete, get online. Uh, but, um, yeah. It wasn't so... also the fact that I said to you last last week, no excuses, yeah. you better be no online. you have to be. Yep. But, <laughs> uh, so Pete and I discussed this and we were like, like, you know, first, my first thought was I was very angry because I don't, like, there was no reason for that. Like, come on, you know, get yourself together. Rockstar will release it when they release it. They're not releasing it any sooner. It's freaking Rockstar. Or Take-Two, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and then our next thought was an actual, like, natural evolution of, uh-oh, did this happen on purpose? Mm -hmm. Because this has happened in a previous Jeff Keeley. I almost said Sheely, Pete. <laughs> You're so... You corrupted me. Excellent. <laughs> My work here is done. I can leave uh -huh. Uh, this happens in a previous Jeff Keighley event, and it did. Does he not have security? Of course he does. Oh, crap. Is Kylie's cynicism towards leaks and things like this coming out? 
Yes, I think it might have been planned. Not planned, but allowed. No, so what I've been hearing about this, and also, um, uh, Nana's just put it in the chat, apparently he's been doing this a lot in Germany, this person who did it. Yeah. But it also does not talk about the fact that this happened at, um, Mm -hmm. holy crap, what's it called? Game Awards. That's the one. The Game Awards. I almost forgot the word. Oh, and yes, if you recognise that quote, well done you, you know Age of Ultron. Oh dear, oh dear. I'm going to get, look, I, I, this is a quick aside, look, you've had so, oh, you have so many tangents over this, I never have I one do. usually. <laughs> How is it that a ridiculously intelligent AI forgets the word for children? <laughs> and yes, I am talking Jane Spader as Ultron in Age of Ultron. I love that whole exchange. That that line is delivered fantastically by by Jane it Spader, is. but it's such a stupid line anyway. It's also parodied in something else, but I can't remember. What. I'm sure it but probably yes, was. Anyway, yeah, there's my quick aside. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Oh my god. What were you talking about? So, oh, Sheila. See, what have you done to me, Pete? <laughs> I love my little Keely. He's so cute. Um, but yes, I kind of think that this was loud. Pete, what do you think? Um, my cynicism is it, my cynicism oh. sense is tingling. See, I know. Um, that's just so generally terrible. because I'm an incredibly cynical butthole. Anyway, you are, and you are with Jeff Keely anyway. But at the same time, oh yes, Nana, don't worry. I'm trying not to. Nana says, we're get, oh no, we're getting to another it. Have another with Starfield. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. <laughs> but yes, continue on. So yeah, I'm, I'm under the understanding because I'm a cynical butthole that um, this was planned or allowed to happen for ratings. Look, it got I... people talking, and and you look at. You look at Jeff Keighley's um, uh, reaction afterwards. See, it was sort of, it was sort of like, oh, I'm so disappointed. We sh- this should be a night for the developers. And it's like, yeah, you're saying all the right things. I get you. Mm-hmm. But there's no passion in your voice saying, oh, but... Uh... If he was actually genuinely mad about it, he'd be he'd be like, oh, this is ridiculous, guys. Come on. You know, I also think he would have had security in place. He, Let's not be. No, I think he does have security, but they were just. I just some of it is based on the way that the stages are, the the arenas that he's in. You know, they always have the steps down onto the stage. Yep. If the stage was slightly raised, you'd have a bit more of a problem with getting up onto the stage, like at concerts. Yes. But no. It's quite easy for them to get on stage because by the time... Because this is something I've heard, and I know this isn't in America, but obviously uh, suing culture in America is a real bad thing, that if a security guard tackles someone and they get hurt, then the security guard is getting sued. They can be. Despite them doing their job. Yeah. Because we clearly nothing from Dimebag Daryl getting shot on stage. Oh my gosh. What a memory to bring up. That... Killed me, man. Like not literally, yeah. but you know. 
I, I was a huge Pantera and Damage Plan fan at the time, and it was like, Jesus Christ, someone no, jumped crazy. on stage and shot Dimebag Darrell. What the hell? His cousin is like a super nerd and like restores old Commodores and stuff on nice. YouTube. It's really cool. Send yeah. me the link to that channel. I think I need to. I will. It. You would love it. Yes. I mean, you're talking my language, Commodore 64. You know, all, yeah. all the stuff that we got, the you you peasants over in video game Crashland never got. Yeah. And clearly, like he's in Texas, so he knows about all this stuff. And I'm like, how do you know about all these games or whatever? But because okay. because, the, <laughs> because the person clearly knows history of video games outside of American history. Apparently. Yeah, because um, but, yeah, because yeah. it's always a thing online. It's like. The video crash of 1983 affected everyone. No, it freaking didn't. It was just America. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> like, I always bring this up. I always bring this up. But y'all had that BBC trainer or whatever it was called. Uh, the BBC Micro. We had the Commodore 64. <laughs> we had the ZX Spectrum. The Amstrad CPC. I mean, we did have, like, the Amiga and stuff. But uh, it just I wasn't... forget about Amiga. It wasn't to the extent of the way it was over here, and I do think that America suffered for it. Not my point. We should continue on. We will continue. I had a bit of a run there anyway. So, right. Let's go through some of the things that were shown. Let's be honest. Jeff Keighley probably did the right thing here by saying there's not a lot of new stuff. It's just going to be updates to games that you already yeah. know about. Good call, I think, because he went in with lower expectations. He's so cute, though. Can we he's a hype... Look, he, we, we've said this before. <laughs> he's a hype man. He does his job very well in hyping things up. Ears. But he's under-delivers most of the time. But he has cute ears and a cute haircut. Okay. So, um, the source for this one is IGN, because they're one of the very few that actually seem to detail this. I don't know why. Yes. So, first up, Starfield. Of course. Yeah. The big game that is coming out in less than a week in early access which i will not be able to play by the way uh it is already pre-installed on my computer right here for for, for september 6th but i, I don't know when i'm, I'm, to I'm not joking i'm this close from buying early access i'm that oh, close no i don't I do want to anything. i really don't want to uh -huh. but i am that close because i think the hype is going to get to me Starfield hype. But I have that issue, the fact that I don't even own the game and I'm going to spend an extra 30 quid on getting early access to it. I don't agree nope. with that myself. So, I don't have... so my wallet may prevail this time. Oh, goodness. Well, I clearly don't have room on that thing and I may not have room on this thing. Oh, so you will. Have you'll have room on the Series S. It's just whether or not it'll bloody run. We'll have to see how that goes. According, yeah. according to Todd Howard, it runs fantastically it well. No, it runs uh -huh. really well. Apparently, he's played about 90% of the game on Series S. I'll take it upstairs with me. Put it on my projector. I don't want to play down here. I hate it down here. <laughs> I hate it in here. It's cold. It's dark. It. It's damp. Yes. Uh, I mean, that is it's, actually it's true. It's cold, but... so it gets everywhere. That's just what I was about to say. Course, it's in everywhere. <laughs> I, I really hate that line from Attack of the Clones. It's, it's so, so stupid. I hate Sand. Yes. Let's anyway, not, let's not forget that George Lucas is not the master writer that everyone thinks he is. Oh no, he is not. 
It is not. In, in fact, most of the good Star Wars movies came and, from Lawrence Kasdan. Yes. <laughs> and what's his face? Hey, and Christensen isn't the best actor either. So. Uh, not according to people who watched the uh, the new Star. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you probably did that line better than he did. Anyway. What about Padme? <laughs> it's bad! It's bad, people. It's bad. No. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> <The kids> are... <laughs> wow. Right. Starfield had a live-action teaser trailer. And, yes. uh, yeah, had a lot of discussion with Todd Howard. I don't even yes. remember what the hell they were even talking about. Oh, initially it started off with a performance by Inon Zur, who is the composer of Starfield. And this was a very nice piano rendition of the main Starfield theme. Nice. It was good. No Jeremy Souls, but Jeremy Souls, which is uh, Oblivion and Skyrim. I gathered. It, that's next level. That's next level. I'm but sorry, that, I love Souls. But yeah, you also have to remember that obviously that... Yeah, this isn't a fantasy epic, so, fan, you know, Jeremy no. Souls' style might not fit in with this particular universe, so they've gone in a different direction. And actually, the music that we have heard from Starfield, that main theme, I think is excellent. No, it is nice. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But to this day, there is nothing that just grabs my freaking inside soul or whatever as Oblivion's intro. Which mm -hmm. then became Skyrim, but that Oblivion just ah, like mm -hmm. I used to listen to it all the time, all the time. And they haven't been able to recreate that, but I mean, it's also not bad. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. So where's your excitement level sitting for Starfield right now? I much like I said on our last one year freaking a go, Pete. A year. I know ago. it's ridiculous, right? Oh my gosh, so much has changed in a year. Um, but has it? Well, yes. <laughs> we once had three people discussing Starfield. Okay, but right. having said that, having said that, um, I try my best to keep realistic expectations. Same thing I said on that show, which was a year ago. Mm -hmm. I guess go watch that, but holy crap. Um, because... I was so hyped for Fallout 4. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and when Fallout 4 came out, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. Uh, it's still not that great. I made it into something that I enjoy. But it's but not that great. It's not that great. <laughs> but I try to... So I'm trying my best to keep like a level head about Starfield. I want it to do well. I want it to be so good. I want it to blow my mind and mm -hmm. um, many other things. But um, I think I'm just trying to be realistic about it. I, I'm worried. I'm not going to lie. I'm worried. I'm yeah. concerned. Oh, I, I yeah. get that. It's um, Bethesda. Come on. They never release good stuff in the beginning. It, it, it becomes good after but not at first. Uh, do you think that this is possibly why they are doing the early access period? It's entirely possible. 
They're so because well known. Da- because day one launch, because they can technically get away with the early access period being day zero. Yes, exactly. And then they can do like last minute mm. bug features. Yeah. Bug features. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Todd, we trust. <laughs> it just works. It just works. <laughs> I love him. I hope that. But he don't can. help himself sometimes. He can't. He can't. No. Like, he's a hype man. That's what I mean. He's like Jeff Keighley. He just can't help himself. He's a hype man. Uh, I love all of them. But I hope that it works out well. Uh, Look, I probably you don't have, won't. You don't have to tell me twice. I've got the game pre installed on my freaking <laughs> hard drive. I'm excited. I will probably not be playing first day. Um, I've just got so much going on. Which uh, yeah. disappoints me greatly because like I've been looking for but the thing is I've been looking forward to Starfield for so long like once I do finally get into it I'm just gonna like revel in it I'm just gonna yeah. like luxuriate and just bathe in it and just be like oh, awesome yeah did you know the good uh, thing about it though from that? my side I won't what's be playing that? it on the 6th at all okay why because on the 7th and the 8th because I'm working next weekend, uh-huh. and I get my I get my loo days, meaning I've got oh, two free days of the week to just nice. absolutely play the living hell out of it. Nice. That's Very gonna nice. be banging. Nice. Yeah, I am literally putting Discord on. Do not disturb. Nobody is getting <laughs> hold of me that day. <laughs> I mean, if we've got to do a podcast oh. planning, don't expect it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna mess. I'm just not even gonna bother. I'm just gonna be like, not this week. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, no. (laughs) In fact, maybe that's what. No, because we're having mags on next week, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still mentioned Starfield. Maybe, maybe mags. Yeah, because he might. He might have picked it up in the early access period. It's not really his style, but (laughs) maybe not. No, but it is a new game, and he does play all the new games. That's true. That's true. So, Mags, if you're out there listening, we'll talk about it next week. Um, Better be buying early access. (laughs) Um, In fact, I might even go into the Tuesday show and say, are you getting early access? Yes, you should do that. The Tuesday (laughs) shows are so fun. They're very fun. Um, I keep meaning to pop in, and it just gets so busy on a Tuesday now. It does on a Tuesday. Um, no, but it, yeah, those Tuesday nights are very fun. I do encourage yeah. people to go over there. Plus, I'm usually in there. Uh, yeah, well, I will do the same. I'll make sure yeah. I'm there. I keep promising I will be there. When I promise yeah. I don't, I do deliver eventually. Eventually. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm like, a, I'm like a game developer that keeps telling you the bug, like, the, the, you know, patches uh-huh. are coming out. Consider it's me coming. Redfall. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear! Never, never be Redfall. Which is the worst <laughs> thing to do in the world? Cutting an Xbox, an Xbox game oh. when you're in a PlayStation show. Oh my goodness! <laughs> anyway, oh. should we? Uh, I knew there was a reason why I brought up the DCU before. <laughs> oh! <laughs> go and check the segue. pre-show out on YouTube if you haven't seen it already, or Twitch. There you go. Uh, because Thank Zack Snyder that. was there to reveal his next project. Which is not a video yes. game. It is a set of movies. And by set, I mean a part one and a part two of the film series called Rebel Moon. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was doing Rebel Moon. Yes. Talk about it, Pete! So, Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire, will be released on Netflix on December 22nd. 
2023 and part two the scar giver will arrive 19th of april 2024 because they're coming to netflix they are uh, crap looking this is look i'm not uh, this is hard to say I really don't rate Zack Snyder as as a director in any way, shape, or form. Oh, really? He has done some okay projects. I love Three Hundred. I don't. And I like Sucker Punch. <sighs> Sucker Sucker Punch was an utter slog to get through. What Everyone a pile hates of dog Punch. crap that was. I liked. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I, I liked the cast. I like the cast. I like the. Back then, that whole gritty, weird comic book, freezy, slow frame stuff was really in. That's where I started to really get bored of the Zack Snyder style. I was like, I've seen every single movie he's done and every single They're one the of them has the same color palette. It has the same visual yeah. effect. It has so much slow-mo. I mean, someone even calculated if you took out all the slow-mo from Zack Snyder's Justice oh, League car, the film would probably be about two and a half hours. Oh, dear. But I it's bad. I thought you liked the Zack Snyder cut. I do. Did you watch it? Like I, I, three times or something? Three times? What are you talking about? How I mean, many times? I didn't, I didn't watch it three times. I can't believe uh -huh. you would even slander me by uh -huh. saying that I watched it as little as three times. I was going to say... <laughs> Thank you. I was getting to a joke there. You know, it's about delivery, you know. <laughs> you know, build up uh -huh. the expectations to then ruin it and, you know, uh -huh. crumble uh -huh. it. You know, I've watched and it about seven or eight times. Right. So, Pete doesn't rate Zack Snyder as a director, but has watched the Snyder Cut seven or eight times. Uh, it might be four hours, but it's a very easy four hours to watch. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't help myself, oh, I know. No, you do not at all, Pete. Continue on. Oh, my goodness. Right, let's move away from that. Look... <laughs> Okay, let me just bring this up, right? Because they says part two is called The Scargiver. The main character is called Scargiver, and that is a terrible, terrible name for a protagonist. <laughs> and there is... <laughs> stars. That is who I am. Oh, uh, yeah, that is just calculated that that would be a day of my time on not getting back, watching that <laughs> seven or eight times for four hours. They weren't on the same day. Let's just make, make mention of that. It wasn't the same day. I will say this, as far as <laughs> four hours goes, I made a Call Me Kevin and an I Am Krusty compilation. I downloaded it off of YouTube, and they're each four hours, and I watch them all the time. Okay. So... Well, uh, I ended up, I told you about this last week, I ended up finishing up that near six-hour video of why... Yes, man of the Wasp Quantumania sucks ass. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah. I don't help myself, like I said. No, you do not. <laughs> I am a glutton for punishment, clearly. I think so. And not in the oh. good way. Oh, mm. my favourite way. Anyway, that's not <laughs> a comment that should ever air. Yeah, it did. I forgot. But I yeah, it did. Why? Anyway, Pete, we should continue on. This episode's got the hell. <laughs> See what happens when we don't have a lot of news. 
You should call it glutton for punishment. That's I think I'm probably thing. going to. Right. But yeah, okay, I'm interested to hear what you think about this. <laughs> call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare free gameplay trailer shows off the first level. Because <laughs> because I remember last time we were like, am I embarrassed to say that I want to play a card game? <laughs> well. When we were watching, what was it? Game Awards? What, that was that it, one yeah. Year? Or was it E3? It wasn't E3. No, it wasn't it E3. It definitely wasn't E3. It could have been the PlayStation Showcase. That was... Again, yeah, that was it. That was it. Third person with this, and they also... No, they weren't as interested. No, they but the, weren't. It was all about the water effects or whatever, and I had no desire. And yes, Pete, you said that you wanted to play, like, for the first time in, like, a million years, you wanted to play a COD game. Is that how you still feel? No. <laughs> I don't want to play a god game anymore. No. I couldn't anyway. I took a vow never to never to buy an Activision Blizzard game. Oh, that's right. I mean, Modern <laughs> Warfare doesn't interest me anyway. I always preferred the the World War Two shooters with Call of Duty. That's why World of War just... was probably best. Well, it was, but also Battlefield's so the superior product anyway. So it doesn't I, I mean, the only time they ventured into the future, uh, or I say the future, outside of World War Two shooter, was Modern Warfare One. Modern Warfare One was banging, and not not the rebooted Modern Warfare One. I mean, the, no. the two thousand and eight, two thousand seven one. Yep, that's when I played. That was actually good. <laughs> Yeah, I played that and twenty one forty two and nineteen forty two and uh, uh those, those are Battlefield by the way. Yes, I know. Okay, alright, cool, cool, cool. Just making sure because <laughs> the way it sounded was I played COD, like Modern Warfare and COD. Oh no, 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 no. It was like okay, yeah. cool. And Battlefield Bad Company, because they're the oh, superior product. Bad Company one and two were <sighs> so good. I wish they would make a daggum movie for Bad Company because I would I'd be there. That's not my point. We should be talking about COD. And no, I have no desire because this is not my thing. Okay. Shall I just read this section? Because we clearly didn't yeah. watch it. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 fans were treated to an extended look at the gameplay from the game's first level, which is called Operation 627. Generic mission name. That is almost Stitch's number. Stitch is 626. Six. Oh, it is! Okay. Anyway. Sure, it was great to see the game in action, but the big news is that it will send players to Vandansk, the original, uh, the setting of the original war zone. Yeah, Vdansk, I believe is how you pronounce that. Vdansk. I believe that's Russian or Ukrainian or more than that... likely. I think it has also, I think it has also come out now that. A lot of the levels that are coming back in the multiplayer are all from Modern Warfare 2 from back in 2009. Oh, goodness. What a time. So it has been speculated in terms of the mission, or the campaign itself, the potential return of no Russian. Right. Oh, dear. How If they are doing it, how are they going to handle it this time around? that about a few things but yes that's definitely one of the things i wonder yeah anyway oh, shall we move on because cod yeah let's move yeah. on I'm like, right um i don't know how you sit on this one and i'm gonna i'm gonna 
fire through a few of these quite quickly, but this one I want to know a little bit more about. I'm sure we've spoken about this before. Sure. Excitement ahead. levels for a certain property by Remedy called Alan Wake. Uh, That's a no, then. I'm so excited for Alan Wake. Alan, Alan, wake me up. Alan, wake me up when this is over. Yes. <laughs> Crap, I think we have an episode title. Maybe that's the title. I'm putting it down. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know we had someone in chat that loves Alan Wake. It's not I tried I tried on the remaster, I tried on the original. Yeah. It's not my game. It wasn't for me either. Like I settings wise I quite like the setting of the original Alan Wake. Oh yeah. Some of the yeah. story beats were okay. It was just yeah. the gameplay for me just didn't cut it. It's it's not for me. It's not my type. No, I like I, I like the idea of the mechanic of the fact that you had to use light to then uh vanquish the, the enemies. Was, mm -hmm. At the it, time that was very novel. It was uh, novel. <laughs> very good. <laughs> it was unique. I'll give it that. I just I hadn't I wasn't affiliated with Remedy Games that much at that point. I'd never played Max <laughs> Payne, so right. I wasn't really I like, like I didn't really care about it too much. So I tried yeah. it and I didn't enjoy it. I I was like okay, if the game comes back, I might try it again. Alan Wake Remaster came out and I never cared, so I just didn't bother. Yeah. Alan Wake Two has no, I, it's not doing anything for me. Nope. But fair play. I agree. Admittedly, this trailer looks good. It looks very good, in fact. For those Alan Wink fans, they'll be happy, yeah. I think. So I'll read this segment that they put. Alan Wake 2 is uh, set to be released October 17th, 2023. And it gave us, um, and Gamescom gave the those excited for the new spooky adventure a look at The Dark Place. Ooh. Ooh. A dream reality that spawns forth from Alan's own mind. What? Uh, yeah. As if it wasn't trippy enough, it will seemingly integrate live-action footage into the game to show the dreamlike nature of this mysterious space. It's interesting. It's kind of an indie ploy. Indies do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, weird. It does okay. sound at least interesting, and I'm quite happy yeah. about that. So, anyway, let's mainline through this one, because Diablo 4 yeah. Season 2, called Season of Blood, adds Vampire Hunter Companion, and to be honest, I don't care about Diablo. I don't really either. Or Diablo, whatever you want to bloody call it. I used to care more, but I don't care anymore. Yes. Oh, God, I'm not saying anything about that. Whoa. There was something in there that I just I spotted in the article itself, and it was, oh, it was saying about the new vampire hunter companion named Eris, or whatever, uh, who's voiced by Gemma Chan, who was in The Eternals. Oh, and I'm pretty sure Gemma Chan won't want to be remembered for that. I don't think anyone will. I know that's a controversial opinion. It's Eternals not. just didn't do it for me. It just didn't. I'm, I'm not going on another tangent. I'm not doing it. Oh my goodness. Although no, although everyone at Marvel seems to have forgotten about Giant Celestial. And moving on. Oh <laughs> How mm. many movies have we had since then and they've forgotten about the bloody Celestial? Ah, okay, yes. Right, Continue on, anyway, please. I know this one someone in our audience was particularly happy about. Mortal Kombat 1 has Such revealed... Such a dumb name. <laughs> so freaking stupid, honestly. 
And I'm, I, I'm, look, I don't really give a crap about Mortal Kombat at all. I know you don't. I haven't I done for a very long time. When it comes to Mortal Kombat, I love watching it at Evo because high level play is amazing. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't give a crap about playing it myself. Oh dear. And I also don't care about a series that is now rebooted for the third freaking time. I just think it's a dumb naming convention. It really I just, is. I just don't care about the reboot again. Another reboot. I was excited enough for Mortal Kombat 9, then found, then played it story mode, was like, this is a reboot. What the hell is wrong with this? Anyway, why did they yeah. never bring tag battles back? Why did they never do that? That was I cool in you. 9. That was cool. Anyway. I will take your word for that. <laughs> anyway, so Mortal Kombat 1 made its presence felt at opening night live with a new gameplay trailer that showed more of the game in action and revealed that Sindel and General Shao, General Shao, yeah, okay, uh, uh -huh. will be joining the roster. Montaro and Shinjinko will also be added as cameo fighters. So they seem to be taking a lot of inspiration for the character roster from the 3D games. So, Dece Deception, me. Deadly Alliance, and Armageddon. Yeah. yeah. Those are not good games, by the way. Deadly Alliance was awful. I didn't It's so I didn't awful. I mean, when yeah. you start your story mode out with, Liu Kang is dead. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, another game that I know might have excited a few people. My God. God, did it excite me. Tekken oh. 8. Oh, of course. Tekken yes, 8. Yeah, we knew that would. So, along along a new trailer, Bandai Namco revealed at a Gamescon opening night that Tekken 8 will officially be released on January 26th. Wow. Xbox, okay. So, for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. It was also revealed... Oh, my God. It was also revealed that it's coming to WASD in September. Oh, nice. I'm going to play, yes. play the crap out of it. <laughs> You're going to be at WASD, right? I am. For one day. Yes. For one day that. out of the three. I'm trying. I'm trying I know. To I've left it in your hands. Yeah. Left it in your hands. I'm hoping I can. Yes, because but... I can only go for one day because that's all I can get. Yeah, that's what you said. So, but yeah, this but looks I awesome. Yeah. Sorry, Carol. No, I just hope that you do get to play it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I'm going to do what I did at WASD earlier on in the year and pretty much hang around the entire the booth the entire day. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do with Street Fighter Six. I was going to say, I remember that episode. That, that first day was a complete write-off. It was like, did I play anything? No. Did I just hang around with Streamer? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this trailer was cool. It showed a, a hell of a lot of customization in terms of character designs. So uh, it's sort of going down the street, potentially the Street Fighter route, where it had a lot of customization. Um, there were some chibi characters in there. I'm not sure what that's in relation to. It could be their online infrastructure, or it could be something to do with the story mode. I am not 100% certain, to be honest. Um, okay. One of the coolest features for me, which was, uh, I always appreciate this, soundtracks. Every right, Every yes. single tech and soundtrack is on the game, and I love that. Yeah. That's very cool. And some of the music is absolutely ridiculous for Tekken. Oh. I have to send you one of the most 
bonkers tunes that Tekken has. Yeah. It's so weird. It doesn't fit with the game, but it fits so well with the game. It's freaking weird. Anyway, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So this looks really, really cool. And the minute that you get um, uh, an announcement of Kuma coming back to the game, that'd be the, uh, the bear. Right. And, he, oh, and, yeah. and, and his rage art has been customised to include a mechanical fish. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you realise how bonkers yeah. this game is going to be, and it, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Tekken. First time I've been excited for Tekken for many years. This game looks amazing. Anyway, awesome. um, right. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. The latest trailer focuses on 9th century Baghdad. So right, that's, okay. That's going to be cool. So this is, if anyone didn't know, this is the game that's sort of supposed to be like a return to the old school formula of Assassin's Creed games as of uh, oh, Assassin's right, Creed yes. 1, 2, 3 and um, Black Flag. Yeah. So it's going to be a tighter, more na- more narrative-focused game, you know, probably shorter as well, because that's a lot of criticism that people have been having with Ragnarok, or, or not Ragnarok, with... Valhalla. Uh, yeah. They had the yeah. Ragnarok, the Dawn of Ragnarok expansion, didn't they? So that's probably yes, why they I did. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm quite interested about this. I really liked the original Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed Two. Brotherhood really? is probably one of the best games I played on the 360. Right. Okay. And it had an excellent online infrastructure as well. Right. <sighs> My God, it was so good. So. I might have said this before. The people who made Brotherhood Online made Chaos Theory. Oh, and right. Chaos Theory had an excellent <laughs> online modes as well. And my God, did they really roll yeah. with that. So I don't know about the online for this, but Mirage does look pretty good to me. So, yeah, I might be playing Assassin's Creed for the first time in years. Oh, goodness. I know. Weird, right? Anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage received a new gameplay trailer. Uh, it showcased a 9th century Baghdad and featured a fully Arabic voiceover. Good, cool. Oh, that's uh, cool. Mirage that's series right. Basim, character who first appeared in Assassin's Creed Valhalla and is set to be mm-hmm. released on October 5th. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. So, I like that. Okay. Uh, can I ask you a quick question? Because this is, sure. might be in relation to the next game that I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, did you ever get around to installing Cyberpunk? <laughs> I did install. <laughs> and then uh, did you ever play it? <laughs> I played it for about thirty minutes. No, I played it for a little bit longer than that. Yeah, I know. And I didn't run into that many bugs or anything. Like yeah. <laughs> but the graphics were not great. Okay. Not great. Because CD Projekt Red didn't just release a new gameplay trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty also confirmed that all players, no matter if they purchase Phantom Liberty DLC, will get access to version 2.0 update that will feature a bevy of improvements. And these improvements apparently have been doing the rounds and people are very, very happy with them. Oh, goodness. So, oh, as uh, as for the trailer, it gives us a look at the Phantom, Liber- uh, Phantom Liberty before its release date and, and teased a ton of exciting things, including a new district, dozens of new story quests and gigs, vehicle combat and mounted weaponry, revamped p- uh, police system, combat AI overhaul, uh, endless dynamic events and missions, redesigned cyberware and perks, all new relic skill tree and abilities, 
increased level cap and 100 plus new items, weapons, cyberware and fashion. Right. So very, very cool. Might be an excuse for me to reinstall this. Because if it actually does play at all, uh? then it might be worth playing. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I did enjoy what I did play. Yes, me too. Care for the graphics? Yeah. Yeah, I encountered quite a few bugs in my first five hours, and I was, ah, I was right. like, "Holy crap, this is bad to play." But and that time, I was actually playing on the One X as well. So. Oh yes. So now right. I've got the Series X. I probably will reinstall it and give it a try. I've yeah. just been waiting for them to actually fix it a bit more. Anyway, so. Next two things are very much Sega orientated, and I say Sega, I don't mean Sega, I mean Sonic. Sega! Uh, because Sonic Superstars finally has a release date, which is October 17th. Ooh. Oh, goodness. And we'll also uh, offer online free for all battle mode and, co -op, and local co op with up to four players. And it is, it is definitely not new Sonic Bros. Ha! <laughs> Oh, good old Sonic Bros. Yes. Uh, anyway, Sonic Frontiers. The final Horizon update yeah. is coming later this year. And uh, did everyone forget that Sonic Frontiers even came out? I did until you said it just yeah, now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a free update called Final Horizons coming later this year. Add a new story, new playable characters, and new challenges. Cool. Uh, yeah, I can't say I know anything about where Sonic's going at the moment. Anyway, uh, Quantic Dream announces Dustborn. So these are these are developers behind Heavy Rain. Mm -hmm. um, Quantic Dream announced that it will it, it will be publishing Red Fred's games Dustborn. I forgot that. Oh Christ! Yeah, I forgot that Quantic Dream became a publisher. I forgot yeah. they became a publisher. Uh, so this is a narrative-driven action-adventure game that is set in an alternate furniture version of America. The game is described as, as one about hope, love, friendships, robots, and the power of words. The players will be building relationships with their crew as they travel across the country. I'm not oh, going to lie, based solely on the image that's on the IGN article, this looks like hipster, hipster 2023 the game. I don't like Quantic, Quantic Dreamers because they did Detroit Program Human, which graphically is beautiful, but narratively speaking, it's just QTE. The well, I was going to say the game, but it's not a QTE. Even a game. The QTE. Yeah, that's it. And it's just like I don't know. Like I don't begrudge anyone. You should play what you like. But I need an actual game. Oh my god, I'm going to have to go through some of this a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah, I'm falling asleep, Pete. Yeah, I didn't realise there was as much shown here as there actually... My god, uh, I'm only about halfway through. And it's only it's already 9.30 at night here I'm fully aware that it's uh, an hour and 30 on the recording, so let's mainline this. Okay. Right, okay, so thank goodness you're here. It's a new game from the studio behind Untitled Goose Game. Uh, here's one of the new announcements. Little Nightmares 3 is coming. And uh, right. it had a trailer that showed uh, co-op. This did look good, actually. Uh, big shout-out to Supermassive, because we actually know people who work at Supermassive. Oh, woo! 
Anyway, uh, do you remember a game called Black Myth Wukong? No. This was the game that seemed to set everyone on fire, I believe. At, um, oh, the Chinese-inspired one, is uh, that it? The game that's developed by a Chinese developer. Yes, so that's got yes. a whole new trailer, and it looked very interesting. Ooh, it was very pretty when they did the first time. Yeah, well, yes. this also does look very pretty and very interesting as well. So they've got my attention, let's say that. Uh, oh, So, sorry, I know I said I'm mainlining this. I have to do something. Yeah. Did you know that Marvel Snap is now on Steam? Oh. <laughs> sorry, what was that? <laughs> I was just shouting out Marvel Snap like the guy does. That's why um, I was doing that. Yes. Because he is the most overexcited cokehead I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> That'd be interesting on Steam. That's Look, cool. I, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't call him cokehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just very He's exuberant. He's very energetic. Very energetic. He's really happy with his job. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Medieval Fighter Warhaven has a release date, which is 21st of September 2023. Uh, anyway, yeah. I don't know much about that. So, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, has got a February release date. So, it's February 1st, 2024. Uh, PS5, PS4, and PC uh, is an RPG. Um, Nightingale. Um, so, yeah, Nightingale. It's got an early early access release date delay, unfortunately. So uh, it confirmed its early access date is being pushed back a bit from autumn to February 22nd, 2024. Uh, Expedition, Expeditions, a mud runner game, is a driving sim where you can drive off-road to your heart's content. Sounds like fun. Don't care. Thanks. Um... So Stormgate's latest developer update sheds light on the the Infernal Host. I guess that's an expansion. Yes. Yeah. Um, Crimson Desert gameplay trailer. Yay. Uh, Bulletstorm VR. Yay. Coming to PS VR 2 and MetaQuest 2 and PC VR on December 14th. Hopefully Krusty will play it. Okay. Age of Empires 4. Oh, that's cool. It is now available on Xbox. Right that's now. Cool. On Game Pass. That. I should play that. I like HBO. Okay. AOE. A another new game that was announced. Mm -hmm. This one might interest you because I think I've heard you talking about this before. Okay. Killing the Floor Free. Oh, right, yeah. I have talked about that. Killing Floor Dude. 3 is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, cool. and S, and PC. Yeah. Cool. That'll be cool. Okay. Don't know why this was here, because the game already launched. Uh, oh, wait. No, it hadn't at the time, actually. I reiterate. I re-correct myself. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Official launch trailer was shown. And the game is now out. It seems to be setting everyone on fire, quite literally. <laughs> It's hard, guys. That's it's pretty hard. That's what she said. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, so the, the the thing that everyone possibly feared about Armored Core Six was that it was going to uh -huh. be very Dark Souls inspired, and whilst it's not Dark Souls inspired, it's 
difficulty is Dark Souls inspired. Uh, very, yeah. very difficult. I, now that I'm mentioning it because I saw your tweet yeah. about <laughs> from Soft's oh, difficulty. <laughs> um, oh. I, I'm not get. I'm not delving into it. I'm really not. I just thought I had to mention it. Anyway, right, I can see you're losing the will to live. Yes. Uh, the last Epoch and official f- uh, Rune Masters first look trailer. Uh, the Crew Motorfest had a gameplay trailer. Fort Solace had an official trailer. Lords of the Fallen got an extended story trailer. Um, Genshin Impact concert reveal trailer. Sorry, Nana, I'm going to have to skip over this because I can't say anything more about it. I didn't see it. Uh, Honkai Star Rail's got an official PS5 trailer. I believe the game's coming to PS5 later in the year, maybe December. Um, Zenless Zone Zero. I mean, try saying that quick five times in a row. Oh. <laughs> uh, yep, got a trailer. Ooh. Um, Payday Freeze, official Ice Tea trailer. Cool. Okay, I like that. I I'm like going to watch that. I mean, yeah. me and you are playing the heck out of Payday 3 when that it comes out. That would be out. fun, yeah. I've not played a Payday game, so I need guiding through it. You'll be the perfect oh, guide. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's fun. It's fun. So, yeah. right, Delta Force got an official gameplay trailer. I can't remember anything about Delta Force, but it's probably another either. generic action army game. Uh, I know there's a Chuck Norris movie called Delta Force. Oh, God. Uh, right, Homeworld 3 had a story reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandragora uh, got an official yeah. gameplay trailer. Warhammer Age of Sigma Ru- Realms, yeah. uh, Realms of Ruin got a release date trailer. Uh, Era History Untold got a story trailer. And that's about it. Sorry to have to mainline through most of that. It's quite bad. I actually did, because I'm very sleepy now. I know, I could see it. That's why I saw that you were losing the will to live. I was like, I have to get through this now. <laughs> right, so that was Gamescom. I wasn't bo- I wasn't blown away with it. That's In fact, I did, like I said, I didn't even watch the show. Didn't even get into it. Just, just watched the trailers, to be honest. I just skipped all the guff in between. Yeah. Well, hopefully, front page Rob will report back his findings... Yes, hopefully so. I mean, we did invite him onto the podcast to come and discuss it. So he, the the invitation is open whenever you like. If you want to come yeah. and discuss Gamescom as a whole, please do. If not, yeah, I'll be yeah. looking forward to the thoughts uh, uh, written down in an article. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's our show. That's going to do it for us, folks. I'm very sleepy now, but thank you for joining us in our yeah. Gamescom Rush, what Pete? Nothing. Oh, I thought you had something to say. No, it was just the fact that um, Nana's <laughs> comment that says ZZZ's trailer, and he doesn't mean he's sleepy. It means oh, <laughs> <laughs> Zone Zero, I think. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> it's just the fact that you said you were sleepy, and I saw that comment. I am. <laughs> I'm sleepy. I go sleep now. Um, but we thank you so much for joining us. It's been a wonderful, lovely evening. Catch us, you know, in the future on the flip side. Listen to us on Spotify. Well, it doesn't have to be Spotify. It can be anywhere where podcast is. Mm-hmm. Because our, we're not doing so great on our audio. So, you know. Uh, but the video is doing very well. Thank you for everyone who's watched on YouTube. And oh, yes. 
I do want to thank everyone. I mean, never think that I'm not being appreciative because I am. I do. I do thank you. Very Trust much. me, I know that. Yes. <laughs> I get several messages of why isn't this uploaded? Well, yes. No. Or or did you mean to send it this early? <laughs> Kylie only messages me when I do something wrong. No, never. But yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I can show um, you. I have proof. <laughs> I have the receipts. Oh no. Um, but if you want to join us over on twitch.tv forward slash rapper reviews for our little after party, our little after show, you can do that. Um, but right now we're going to finish this up. Pete, do you want to add anything before I wrap this up? Uh, not particularly. Um, other than, um, the Never Watchers have got an episode out at the moment. We did the, did we do our top tens? Was it the last one? Oh, no. The last one we did was Secret Invasion. We were back to the Marvel Universe. So please go and give that a listen. We have got another episode due out very soon where we're going to be covering a film. A good film, I think. Oh. We're doing Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, yay. Yay. I love that film. That film has a history here on this podcast, too. Yes. Yes, it does. That's where we came up with our... You cussing mother cusser. Yes. Um, <laughs> but do don't say anything film. more about it because her, her, Kurt hasn't I'm seen not, it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to say... Oh, okay. Then nope, I won't add anything more okay. to that. But thank you for joining us. And we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye. Cuss this mother cussing show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rapid Reviews Radio Podcast. You can find the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and various other podcast platforms. You can also find the video version by searching Rapid Reviews on YouTube and watch the podcast recording live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rapidreviews at 7.30pm UK time every Sunday. Please make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at rrradiopod and for all the latest reviews visit www.rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at rapidreviewsuk.com.